this is Charlie Grumberg from Hellasinal Underground, and you're listening to Godless Heathens. Lightning. Fire. Power of God or something. He died for our sins. That shall be his undoing. Hey, 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 hey! What is going on here? Shocking. Positively shocking. That's just funny. <laughs> ah, fuck you. I love it when a plan comes together. Hey, come here. Hi. God damn it. Okay, now, uh, if by any chance I get, like, flustered, you know, when I'm hurling through space, and, and, and I pull the red one first. Oh, then you're gonna wind up looking like a well-done chili burger. They're gonna have to shovel you into a coffin. Fine. You bastard! Drop dead! I don't do requests. You remember one thing. You screw up just this much, you'll be flying a cargo plane full of rubber dog shit out of Hong Kong. I'm Larry. Fuck off, Larry. Thank you so much for doing this. Well, thank you for having me. Dude, appreciate you doing this. Um... Just to start out, if it's cool today, um, if you could tell uh, me and our listeners, uh, it's pre-recorded, obviously it's not live or anything, but uh, just a little bit about the band and then we can talk about your all's new album and all that good stuff. Uh, sure. Uh, yeah, the band is called Hellasino Underground and we've been around, this is our 16th year. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, we're, uh, uh, it was was a... Spanish uh, magazine uh, who said in a review last week the weekend uh, that uh, this is the, the hard rock veterans in Helsinki and I was so happy to hear that because that's awesome. what we have wanted to be <laughs> all the time since we started our way. I mean we were all in our like some weren't even 30 when we started but uh, I was 35 so I, I thought I was a pretty old guy already but I couldn't wait until it turned into this really uh, old bunch of geezers, you know, <laughs> that we become now. So, and uh, this is our sixth album. Uh, we put out our first one in 2008. Yeah, oh, wow. Six albums. Uh, we toured mainly Sweden, uh, Germany, and most of all Spain. Spain is like our second home country oh wow we wish to be our, our first home country we all plan on moving there someday oh cool can't stand the, the snow and the, the cold in sweden <laughs> even though we're born and raised there i don't know it's just uh we can't stand it totally <laughs> totally understand man i i live in florida so i i i left it for a little while and went further up north hated it and ran right back to florida I, I, I understand. <laughs> yeah, I just, I gotta, I gotta have my beach. I gotta have shorts on. I gotta have no snow. I gotta have sunshine, or I'm just a fucking mess. Yeah, yeah. It's it's interesting because I mean, some people that I know here really like the the winter and the snow. Oh yeah. And you could you could believe that you would get used to it in time, but I never got used to it. So it's like an and even if you know we had like Spanish fans come here in the winter to see us in Stockholm or whatever, and they're like, "Oh, you 
yeah, it's really nice in Stockholm, but it's too cold. <laughs> so it doesn't matter where you are. Humans are not made for winters. <laughs> yep. Let me yeah. ask you something. Playing the type of music that you guys do, I love it. Um, what I've got to listen to, very, very cool. Um, is it interesting with the other types of different music that go on there in in uh, Stockholm? Is there is it interesting doing the type of music that you do, wh- where you have a lot of these bands doing like you know, heavier stuff or or just really just any type, you know, different music than what you guys do. Um, do, do you like that, that you I, I, I think it's cool that, that I mean I turn to Europe for a lot of the music that I listen to because the music in my personal opinion over the past like 30 years has been just god awful out of the United States um, and do you was it because I remember like in the early 2000s like late 90s early 2000s they were really pushing bands like In Flames over here in America and they were pushing you know uh, stuff like that like did does that kind of stuff, does that give you a different kind of drive for doing the kind of music that you guys do as opposed to like when they're, you see all these like, you know, the, uh, you know, that type of stuff that's like heavier or whatever, like melodic heavy stuff coming out of Sweden and stuff. And then you guys are doing like rock stuff. I mean, is that, you know what I mean? Like, is it, uh, does it give you a creative edge? Do you mean like all, all those metal bands? If they give us a, a oh no, I meant like uh, oh. no. Oh man, I think your band's a breath of fresh air. I love it. Like I said, I'm new to the band. I'm thrilled to talk with you today. Um, but <laughs> is it what I mean? Is it like with all of that stuff, and you see that kind of stuff, and it's you know it's popular, with dark tranquility, that kind of stuff, you know. But then you guys are doing like more like rock stuff. Is it uh, does it give you like a creative edge? I mean, to start with, I think we're all in this band. We we grew up as metal kids in okay. the 80s. You know, we all like or love our Maiden, Motorhead, Judas Priest, sure. Metallica later on, and so on. so on. So I think we 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 come from that kind of uh, background. We've, we've all been playing in metal. And Sure. Like that. But I think what we all have in common in this band is that at some point in our lives, it happened for me when I was uh, because I, I live, uh, I was born and raised in in the town where I now live again. It's called Newstalgen, okay, north northern Sweden. Uh, but I, I I couldn't wait to to get out of here. When I was eighteen, I moved to Stockholm. Uh, okay. You know, to, try to make it in music and stuff like that and and I, I was uh, I was a drummer back then I wasn't hadn't started singing yet uh, but it was a lot of yeah you know metal and stuff like that but something happened in that age around 18 20 something I started discovering uh, a lot of other types of music and it, at first it was mainly I mean I was a you know, hardcore. It was metal. Uh, I wasn't. I wasn't even into uh, like those cheesier metal bands like Europe or Def Leppard. That my friends sure. liked. I, I hated that shit. It was like motorhead, you know, stuff right. like that. I was, 
you know, when you're a kid, you're trying to be tough, even though. Sure, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> and then when I uh, when I hit a certain age, I started to discover other like older rock bands like uh, The Doors, Bob Dylan, Velvet Underground. Sure. You know, uh, stuff like that, and then kind of once I discovered that music, I, I kind of uh, uh, that's the kind of music I, I realized that I wanted to do. So, so it all changed from there. I think the, all the guys in the band has kind of a similar story, and you know, going back to the, the metal scene, as we have, we don't really care about those bands. I mean, it's uh, great that. They're doing it, and, and we know a lot of those guys. Those sure, guys. of course. Uh, nice people, but it's not really something that we want to be doing. Oh, I love it. I love when I found out, you know, when I was listening to, to some of the album, and even some of your older stuff, and I was like, wow, this is cool, because over here... That was like, you know, late 90s, early 2000s, like, and I, I mentioned in Flames, but that was like something that I remember them like pushing when I worked in like a record store and blah, blah, you know. And and it's it's interesting to me to hear different bands, you know, from a similar, you know, especially like what you were saying, even a similar background doing different types of music. I thought it was really cool. Yeah, yeah I think we have, we have the exact same background as many of those bands because I just saw a documentary about the Swedish metal scene like metal on export or something like that like Swedish right. bands like uh, In Flames that you mentioned and Ghost of course and, and all the way back to Europe and you know there's been a lot of successful Swedish metal bands and you know it's funny when you when you listen to those guys they tell how it was growing up in the 80s in Sweden we have like we had two channels of television uh, public just public service television channel one and channel two. Oh wow and there was uh, nothing going on also of all, only public radio no commercial radio back then so that all changed in the early 90s when we catched up with the world and stopped being a part of right uh, I don't know Eastern Germany or something. Right. <laughs> Russia. It was, it was really dull growing up in Sweden. There was nothing to do. A lot of my friends were into sports, playing football and stuff, but I was, I was never into that. So it was it felt like music was the, the only escape, sort of, the only thing that I could think of doing. Right. So, and we also had like a very good... Uh, that I must give old DDR Sweden. We had a really good uh, thing where you could go for free and take music lessons if you wanted to play the drums or oh, guitar wow. or whatever. It's uh, like a state-sponsored program. That uh, is actually still around, but I, I don't think it's uh, as popular these days. Right. All of us have, have been to that. You know, you, you learn to play uh, I think you, it was so weird. You had, you had to start off with playing the flute. Oh, okay. You know, just to see if you really wanted to do this. So you had to like play a stupid wooden flute for a year and then you could choose whatever it's Switch to what you wanted. 
Yeah, so you know, all these metal guys started out playing a wooden <laughs> flute. You can you can think about about that when you hear their their next. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> now, as 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 far as doing um, stuff for the new album, when did you guys start writing the songs for the new album? Uh, we started writing them right before the pandemic. Okay. Hit. I mean we. We had just uh, put out our last album, 100 Years Nothing, in the fall of 2019. Okay. And then uh, we're supposed to go on a tour, a Spanish tour, in um, May of 2020. And we also had a, a little tour starting to build up in Germany and some festival in France and, you know, Swedish gigs and, you know, what happened, everything got cancelled. So Sure. In May, when we were supposed to be in Spain, we started to, uh, oh, we were like, hey, what are we going to do? <laughs> right. So, and we, we couldn't see each other because you weren't supposed to travel or anything. So, we, we said that maybe we should start at least trying to do what everyone else was doing at the time, like sending files to each other, you know, stuff like that. Right. Uh, but it, it didn't work out. I mean, it's, it's maybe we're not that kind of band. We're used to being in a room together. So there's a lot of you know, the whole concept of this band is kind of built on a very strong friendship between us and the band. We're, I mean, they're my best friends as well. So it was really, really boring to just sit over like Zoom meetings and try sure. to you know, send the stuff. To each other uh, instead of like meeting up, so it didn't work out that well. Uh, but so I think we, but we kept writing songs, and it wasn't until last year when it opened up a little bit. Did a few like uh, pandemic shows, you know, where you could only bring in fifty people. Right, instead of sweet, you could do a show with fifty people. It's got to be nice having your own studio to record in, too. Yeah, it's a dream. It's a boy dream that you thought would never happen. <laughs> no, no, it did. So it just happened to be. So it's because of the pandemic, actually. Because the guy who owned the studio, he moved to another town, but he, his intention was still keep the studio. Uh -huh. uh, but he opened a restaurant with his new girlfriend, and the restaurant went really well until the pandemic hit. And then it went really bad. And so he had to uh, get in some money to, to pay the taxes. Uh, so we got it. We got an offer to, to buy it from him for a really good price. It's almost embarrassing how cheap we got that studio, which is built like a really professional studio with everything you need. In wow. It. So 
So we just, yeah, <laughs> it's a big, you can get a symphony orchestra in there. You know, it's located That's on, crazy. On, yeah, yeah. It's, it's located on an old sawmill here. It's still, that, that is still active. So there's like, they're chopping up wood and stuff. There's a lot of wood here. Oh, wow. Like, so, whole town is built up on wood. So, and yeah, as for, where, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, yeah, I just said that that's where we record the album. Now, did you all produce and mix it yourself as well? Yeah, yeah, we did. I mean, we I I produced the last album, but then we had our old producer as a sound guy. So I kind of, I've gotten more and more interested in that part. Nice. Lately, I was, I was never interested in that before. Uh, but... But now, this time we we produce it all together. But we have this uh, the Jerry, one of the guitarists. He's uh, he's uh, going to some education. I don't know in Stockholm, he's like uh-huh. a producer, music producer. Oh he, wow! He knows his things, you know. And he's been working with some very big Swedish artists. Oh cool! Not big abroad. So you didn't, you really produced the last one. You Did you not produce this one then? It was Jerry? No, we, we produced it as a band. Oh, cool, 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 cool. Uh, uh, uh. So it, it says produced, recorded and produced by Helsing on Underground. Nice, Back nice. The, yeah. I mean, it's got to uh, feel yeah, good for you guys to be able to do it yourself. It's hands-on. Uh, yeah, and, and you have to, uh, you, you can stop worrying about money issue was which is always a uh, sure. issue record like oh this is costing too much money okay maybe we we can set up this, this this is okay you know like that is like okay it's not it's not all perfect but it's uh, almost there you know but now we could just uh, just do another take and you know do it until we really think that we can't do it any better so that right. was nice so feels really good I'm really happy with this album it's incredible um and as far as um did you guys write more stuff that went on to the album do you have stuff left over or did you did everything make it to the album yeah. no we, we had we i mean we had the uh, i think we had 24 songs in the first batch sort of and mostly that's also difficult this time because I mean, on the first uh, albums, I wrote most of the songs myself, and then I just showed the other guys. I, I'm, I'm a pretty lousy guitarist, and I'm a <laughs> terrible I'm a piano player, and so I, I can just, I have, like, pretty strong missions. I, I have the song kind of ready in my head when I write it, and I right. know exactly what I want, and then I just try to describe to the rest of the guys as well as I can I just make them make it I just tell them to make it sound good and expensive <laughs> and uh, so but, but this time me and Peter the other guitarist we wrote most of the songs I think I only wrote two songs that ended up on the album oh, okay. 
it's me and Peter together. But I, I, I write all the the lyrics and the vocal melodies, but the music itself work together. Usually from like me having a riff or chord change, so you know, whatever. Excellent. We're very open to each other, and we we can we can tell each other if it, something sucks. This is right. this is like the worst we've ever come up with. But okay, yeah, and we just move on. It's not our feelings or. I think it's very, very open kind of working relationship. It's also my best friend, so it's awesome, awesome. <laughs> it works, works really good. I like writing with other, with others. It's it's just great. We, we, we've written some before, but it's came more and more. I think from now on we're gonna keep on writing together because I think it's turned out better. That's fantastic. Um. What about the cover art for the new album? <laughs> what about it? <laughs> what can you tell? <laughs> it's interesting. I was just going to ask you exactly what was going on there. <laughs> What's your impression? I don't know. I it's interesting. <laughs> no, like I said, I'm I'm new to the band and and whatnot, but I just I would uh, I I don't know. <laughs> I will tell you. I was just curious what you thought about it. I think it's very cool. It's like it's very interesting. Journal. I don't know exactly what I'm looking at. <laughs> no, that's that's great. That's exactly the reaction I I wanted from it. So that's awesome. Awesome. Uh, I, I mean, I, I I do. I've been doing record covers for like more than twenty years. Wow. For all kinds of bands, I did the, yeah, the latest helicopters. Have you ever seen that? Oh, what really? Yeah. Oh, cool. So I, I made a lot of a lot of metal bands, like a lot of like really dark stuff with black metal. And what el- what else have you done? I bet I've seen a bunch of your art. Oh, so so much, but lately uh, I did. Uh, there's a Diamond Dogs, a Swedish band. Oh yeah, I knew who they are. Like, yeah, I made their cover. Oh cool. And uh, another band, like a really old band called the Boppers. It's like fifties, uh, uh, you know, like Elvis kind of rhythm and blues and stuff. Uh, huh. Really big in Sweden. That's cool. Yeah, and more. I should think of something famous that you know. Yeah, I made a single for Cardigan, the Cardigan. Do you remember that? Yeah. Um, I made uh, some EP for Backyard Babies. Okay, I know who that is. Yeah, a lot of a lot of stuff. Oh, that's incredible, that's man. That's got to be a pretty know. sweet gig. Yeah, yeah, I, I love it. I love it. So of course, then I I, it, I made all our record covers except for the last hundred years. Nothing I, I made my friend. Oh, okay. I, I just want to try have someone else coming in fresh and do something. I don't because you you tend to get so picky when it's your own cover. Of course, <laughs> you <know>? sure. <laughs> not that I'm not that I'm not picky with others, but it's kind of easier. It's like mm, is this really right? But, okay, back to this cover. I 
when we knew that the album was going to call, be called Endless Optimism, I just you know, I brainstormed around that I laid awake at the night. I had a like a different ideas that I can't even remember now. But I, I I've been like followed by this uh, couple of Jehovah's Witnesses for a couple of years now. Oh, okay. <laughs> not not uh, they they haven't been stalking me, but sort of. I mean, I I I made the mistake of letting them inside my house house once because oh, I shit. thought it was. Uh, interesting to to actually talk to someone who is that religious and uh, so I, I let him in and i was they were i mean they were nice people but they were <laughs> impossible to to uh discuss these things with. but I, I i just found them really fasc- fascinating and interesting so they just kept coming back and giving me those those little folders or you know like small books called the, the Watchtower. Yeah. Swedish, uh, with all these weird paintings and, you know, like uh, Vision of Heaven or something where, you know, tigers with zebras and, you know, families are all together and everything is so <laughs> cuddly and happy. And it's something that it's really kind of disturbing at the same time with those images. But I was, yeah, I was really inspired. It's like, I'm gonna use this someday. <laughs> Why? I just, I just kept them. I I, 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 actually like. I stopped letting them inside my house, so I was like, oh, I don't have the time now. But they just. They got months, every single month, every other month or something. <laughs> so that's it's really inspired by like you know, it was with this art, but it some kind of darker twist to it, I guess. I don't know. And you have this guy in the background that had this like smirk on his face. That's actually my son. Oh, that's cool. Oh. <laughs> uh, but he doesn't look that evil. I tried. Uh, I, I told him like, okay, make your most evil look you can do, but he still looks so <laughs> kind. So, so I, I googled up the you know Damon from the Omen. Oh yeah, of course. So, yeah. I was like, what makes this kid look so totally evil? And it's something with his nose is so, uh, like, much uh, <coughs> up towards his, uh, his eyes. It's, he has a very tall upper lip, and that makes him look like, like a dog almost, you know, an animal-like. So I just, just took his, my son's face and I just moved up the his nose <laughs> and then I, I pushed down the, the eyebrows you know that the, the classic evil yep predator kind of so uh, yeah and then I used my daughter climbing on a lion oh that's cool for the page there. so yeah there's a lot of things going on here it's, uh, I have it in front of me now yeah it's uh, kind of it's inspired by the Jehovah's Witnesses but it's uh, yeah. I think I, I wanted that reaction that you just said. That, like, I, don't know, uh, what I mean, it's abs- it's abstract. It's like I wasn't sure what I was. Lo- I mean, it's 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 very cool, and no, no. I just but I didn't know exactly what I was looking at. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's uh, you. You could see it as. I mean, it's the title. Also, it's uh, I think 
me and the rest of the band, we, we are like very positive people, uh, but it's not like we go around and think that everything is great because it's not, it's awful in the world. The sure. It's like uh, uh, it's plague and there's wars, and, like climate change, all shit going on at the same time. So, but I think at the same time, us as humans have some kind of yeah, some kind of endless optimism. We always think that yeah, it's going to turn out okay. And I'm like, don't worry about it. It's like we're, we can move to Mars or whatever. You know, uh, <laughs> we don't need to change right. anything. Of course. I just want to keep eating my bacon. You know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which I do as well. I love it. Bacon, but you know, it's just who we are. You know, and and us as a band, we we just. I think we still believe after 16 years that uh, the best is yet to come. Uh, the best album of ours has been written. And so I think we just keep on doing this, even though, I mean, it's not a lot of money in the music business, at least for rock band anymore. So it's not about that. It's just something that needs to be done for whatever <laughs> in our lives. You know? Sure, of course. <laughs> Thing we know. <laughs> Are you guys planning any shows at the end of this year or next year, a tour or festival things or whatnot? Uh, yeah, not, not that. Uh, I, I mean, we just had a sold out release party in Stockholm. Oh, wow. Friday. Cool. Yeah, so that was, that was our first sold out show in Stockholm. We, we arranged it ourselves. We rented a big like, boat, like a cruiser boat. So we uh, brought a lot of people. It felt like a drunken pirate ship. It was like <laughs> the owners came up to me afterwards and he told me that we have never sold so much beer. I don't know. Your audience is a very thirsty bunch. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. That's funny. So let's, let's do this again in a year. <laughs> so, yeah, that's... Uh, uh, we, we, we have a... A book tour in Spain uh, in April. We have toured Spain a lot and um, big festivals and stuff there as well. So that's like our, uh, as I told you, our second home country. But uh, then we have some, you know, like threads out here and there. We have, we have some shows in Sweden as well, but it's kind of hard these days to do a proper tour of Sweden because it changed so much from sure. when we started out. Uh, we did a, a week-long tour in Sweden this summer, which was really great. Some festivals and some like outdoor things because everyone wants to go out to something. It's like play this park, like a free concert that the Katrina Home City paid for, like three thousand people. Oh wow! There. We played a similar concert here in my hometown. You uh, started with uh, like a garden. They sell flowers and stuff, but they also have a, like a stage, a lot of flowers stuff. Really, so it's, it's it's mostly. I think for a band of our size, it's mostly in Sweden. It's mostly uh, venues like that. Uh, it's hard to tour into Sweden to um, sure money that makes it all worth stuff. But yeah, we we will definitely play. We have some shows here in Sweden. Maybe 
I was going to ask you, uh, have you guys ever played in the States before? No, I just had that. I, I talked to a journalist from Atlanta before you went. Oh, okay. He, he asked the same thing. But that, that has been our, like our big main goal since day one in this band to come to the States and play because we think we could, we could do it well there. There's an audience. I mean, we have fans from the states but it's kind of a big leap like for all swedish bands like when they when they get to tour the, the states you know they, they kind of they already have made it big in sweden or maybe the rest of europe and, right uh, we're there yet and, or maybe we will ever be i don't know it's very unusual for them to just be big in the states. That's like the last, the last resort. If you get, if you get, if you do get big though in the states, then you know you're huge. You know, like yep. Ghost, for example. I think they became big in the states before they became really big in Sweden and so on. So, yeah, I think the first time I heard about them, they were doing like all these tours and and. Uh, Bumps. Yeah, and you know, and and a lot of people, a lot of people really like them. It's not my kind of thing, but they're yeah, they're very popular. I see like rednecks wearing their stuff over here in Florida, and I'm like, what? It's just weird. So yeah, they're they're definitely popular. <laughs> yeah, 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 they are. <laughs> they sold out. The, yeah, it's you know, but oh sure, sure. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, they're that stuff, you know. Like the other stuff I was mentioning to you earlier, it's not my kind of thing, but, you know. But it's, you know, I mean, all that stuff is, is popular. Like, I mean, there's a lot of bands uh, out of that area, you know, and I've, you know, at the gates, I remember seeing them early on and, you know, all that kind of stuff. It's just not my kind of thing. Like, it's just not what I'm into, but, you know. I mean, it's popular. They make it somewhat popular. I'm on a Marth, you know, we've had them on the podcast here and, you know. They're very popular, yeah. you know. So, it's yeah, it's weird. It's weird. Is some of it? It's like with anything else. I think they started out on the same label as really. Yeah, some pollution. Well, that's cool. Yeah, you're right. They did. Yep. Yep, they did. A lot of those bands have not not goals though. I think that they had their goals set much higher from the beginning. So, but. Some pollution is a yeah, it's great record compilers who work with many bands that turn really big, like Sabaton, for example. Oh yeah, yep, they, yep. Really big. They started out in some pollution. So. Yeah, they're, I, I believe you're. Yeah, you're right about that too. They sure they were on there too. Yep. So uh, that's crazy. Uh, well, dude, started out there as well. Oh yeah, yeah. That's cr- yeah, that's wild. Yeah. Yep. They also say that. Yeah, but then when their career is uh, fading, they come back. <laughs> yep. So that's a, that's a 
when if you have been on some pollution, then I'll sign with like Warner or Sony or whatever. And then you come back, you know that your career is on the way now. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Dude, look, I love the record. I love the band. Thank you so much for taking the time to do this today. Um, I think it's really, really cool, and uh, I appreciate your time. And You're welcome. Cracker Jack timing, Wang. Total concentration. You ready, Jack? I was born ready. Take us out. Wait, good sir. Got it here to me, I... I'll be quiet.